in your dreams? While you're awake? Dead people like in graves and coffins? Walking around like regular people. They don't see each other. They only see what they want to see. They don't know they're dead. How often do you see them? I'm Alex Corley. And these are our Soberless Thoughts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. Guess what, Alex? What? Uh, We have some people in Zimbabwe, Africa, that are huge fans of the podcast. For reals? For reals. I just saw this right before we right before we came on air, uh, like almost three hundred something uh, downloads in the last couple of days. No kidding, that's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> so from Zimbabwe. So whoever's listening out there from Zimbabwe, howdy ho, neighbor. Yeah. Thank you. Keep on listening. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight, uh, you're in for a treat because we're going to be discussing the difference between a ghostly encounter and just your uh, run-of-the-mill time slip that people yep. have all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on a daily basis. That's right. But first, uh, we're going to talk about what we're drinking tonight, and we're drinking Flying Dogs Gonzo Imperial. Flying, Flying Dog. <laughs> Flying Dog Breweries Gonzo. Um, made in Maryland, United States. Uh, it is an imperial porter, which means it's got a little umph to it. You ready to get umphed on? <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm always ready to get umphed on. <laughs> it is 10% alcohol, so this is going to treat you right. Um, I love being it, like the other guy in the poster. <laughs> 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 I um let's see it's got a a rating of 3050 on beer advocate a score of 90 outstanding and an average 4.02 on the pdev 10% uh one of these days I'll figure out what that is uh so the notes for it too weird to live, too rare to die. Gonzo Imperial is a bold and forceful, like the man was brewing to honor Dr. Hunter S. Thompson. Uh, complex layers of roasted chocolate, coffee, brown sugar, and vanilla malt flavors are balanced with one-of-a-kind hot bite that hits you like a homemade firecracker. Buy the tickets and take the ride by pairing this rich and creamy porter with blue cheese, smoked meats, barbecue, chili, chocolate, coffee desserts, best shared with your closest Circle of friends, real or hallucinated. Nice. <laughs> We're going to be doing a lot of hallucinating tonight. That's for sure. <laughs> I, I was like, man, that was a mouthful. Um, and like I always like to do, I like to go to the very top of the beer advocate to hear what 
this person has to say. Ten percent alcohol. Did you say yeah. that already? I just I just saw that on there. Ten percent right. alcohol. That's that's what's up. And, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. A uh, couple's all you need, man. Um, so I like to read the the first beer advocate. Uh, whatever they say. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's not. Let's see what this guy says. This is by Easton Seventy from Canada. Uh, I've had this in the past and thought it had a. Uh, I'd have a bottle after a hard day of work and review it. I'm drinking this beer at room temperature, so I perhaps picking up some notes that I wouldn't normally get if it was out of the fridge. I pour dark brown with nice looking head. Everybody likes a nice looking head that developed with a little bit or a cascading that gets you from that that you get from a nitro pour. It has a wondrous malty aroma, the sharp and bitter coffee, dark chocolate and berry thing in the background. The flavor is all aspects of the aroma, but slightly smoky note to finish. Uh, but I wouldn't have got that if it was chilled. Overall, it's a lovely beer. Relax. Enjoy the winter days. I'll definitely have it again. Wow. Do you work for Flying Dog Brewery? Holy crap. Uh, <laughs> that's called a pl- that's called a plant yeah <laughs> no i don't know uh, but yeah so that was that guy's review let's review it ourselves all right cheers buddy cheers radio has changed our lives and
This is good. This is really good. It tastes familiar, though. It tastes like something else that we've had on air before. Yeah. And I can't, I can't place it. It's funny. It's, it's very malty up front, but then it fades away very quickly. And then it just has this lingering chocolatey. And I, like after he said the berry thing, I'm like, I get that a little bit, actually. I don't really taste berries but, so much. And I could, it's, it's like a faint, like a aftertaste of berry. You know what this kind of tastes like a little bit? Like a faint hint of scotch. <laughs> uh, it does, I was going to tell right before you said that, I was about to say, I can definitely tell it has alcohol in it. Yeah. It is there and it's letting you know. It's got alcohol, but like I almost, I can almost taste that campfire smell in it or taste in it. Like I could, like I could see sitting at the campfire drinking this and it would, and breathing fire. (laughs) I get it. Yeah. The guy on the bottle even has a cowboy hat on, it looks like. Yeah, that's an artistic rendition of Hunter S. Thompson. It's the gonzo. Because you can tell because he's got his little cigarette in his hand, that hat that that dude always wore. Uh, And that artist that portrays it, I've always got to look this. One of these days, I'll remember this guy's name. But if you've ever seen the movie or a lot of the artwork on his books, it's the same guy. I think he knew him in the 60s and 70s. He has that very trippy kind of a artistic vibe to it. Yeah, style. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Where, why Gonzo, I wonder? Is, is that a Hunter S. Thompson thing? Yes. Because oh, he's a Gonzo reporter, right? Yeah, Gonzo journalism. Yeah. Gosh, it all makes sense now. Yeah. I definitely just need to let my computer chill instead of look stuff up. My computer is being dumb. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, Ralph Stedman. I'm pretty sure that's his. Uh, so right above the O, that would be his signature. If I had to guess, that would be it. Yeah. Let me tell you, buddy. Let me tell you about some of this ghostly time slip stuff well uh i was gonna say do you want to should we go over and tell the audience what it is since we hit on it a little bit what what is the what the what we're talking about ghost versus time slip yeah well yeah the audience has to know what a ghost versus time slip okay i thought you were about to start into a story i was like well hold on uh well go ahead go ahead you're on a roll Sorry. <laughs> All right. Dear audience, let yeah, me yeah. tell Sorry, you. I, I didn't mean to pump the brakes on everything. Shit. I was, I was, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We can't forget about the audience. It's just us here. Yeah. As I was, as I was just about to say. Yeah. At, yeah. I was like, like we ever, like I ever do that. I don't know. I don't know why I'm giving a shit today. Uh, <laughs> We got all the, all these new viewers. I just want everyone to be in on it. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's paying attention. Everybody right. knows where we're going now. So where can they find us at social on social media, Alex? Oh, no, we ended it. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So ghosts versus time slips. This is this is a thing where a lot of people think that 
your house is haunted, let's say, and you're like, you're, you're, you see somebody go walking through your living room, like an apparition just goes walking right through your living room and like period clothing and then disappears into the wall on the other side of the room. And they're like, holy shit. Like that was a ghost, right? Yeah. Right. Or did you just for a moment there travel back in time to whatever time period that was and caught a glimpse of somebody actually walking there at that time? That's what I mean by ghost versus time slips. You could even say that it's also where you got to think instead of time being linear from one point to another, that it's always ongoing and that at any two points of history could be happening at the same time and just different fabrics of the space time continuum that uh, Dr. Emmett Brown was constantly talking about uh, that they thin the walls out and maybe you see a apparition or a, like a, an echo from a, another time period or another multiverse. That could be lots of multiverses going on in uh, the world today with all right. this Marvel crap coming out. They're trying to, <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to, it, you know what it is. It's the government trying to, <laughs> trying to trying to mainstream it into our psychic for when this all becomes reality when the aliens land is what's happening right because they've done it with aliens for the past you know 60 right. years all right so now they're trying to get this multiverse stuff synced into our brains so when it happens right. we're like oh yeah we know about that we watched marvel movies yeah man <laughs> i watched marvel i watched interstellar and then you know i finished it off with something else and it's all cool man yeah yeah i get it i get it yeah so uh as far as like ghost versus time slips i think a lot of ghostly things that you would find happening in these quote-unquote haunted places are just lapses in time where they and they they even say like oh it's a, it's a uh Oh, what do they call it? It's not a intelligent ghost or haunting, but it's like a. Uh... Oh shit! I don't know what was what. What's it called, Alex? Wait, I don't know what you're asking. Uh, like, cause they when... have intelligent hauntings where, like, you'll do something and then, like, you'll say, "Turn this flashlight on," and it goes to turn the oh. flashlight on mundane where, i don't know where, where um, other things are like it's just like it's like they caught it like the ghost is stuck in this like loop that it does all the time and it's not intelligent oh, like it just like, does this constant loop of like walking down the sidewalk or something right like how it died like a death echo or a time time slip like a ghostly time slip yeah um um continuous ghost circle I don't know that's 
Anyways, uh, the ghost hunters <laughs> out there that listen to this podcast, please uh, send us an email at soberlessthoughts at gmail.com and let us know what that the non-intelligent type of haunting is because right. it's a soberless hauntings is what soberless hauntings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I feel like a lot of a lot of the hauntings out there are actually time slips. I can't say exactly what number, probably 62% if I had to put a number on it. Right. Of all hauntings are actual time slips. And I think a lot of, and I also think that a lot of, well, somebody famous once said that uh, if you don't believe in heaven or hell, that you then become stuck permanently in purgatory. Do Mm. Do you know who said that? Who? Benjamin Franklin. I don't know why. I thought you were going to say Nostradamus for a second. Uh, (laughs) Or Dante. It was either Benjamin Franklin or Fidel Castro. I can't remember which one. But (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. I can totally see Fidel Castro saying that. And he's just like, you know what I'm saying? And he just puffs on a cigar. So fuck it. And yeah, yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. So if this is true, though, if this I don't is- know how I, I was going to go, I don't know why, but I always picture Fidel Castro being like a laid back guy. And they're like, you're like, no, he's really a, like a really uptight asshole. I'm like, he doesn't seem that way. <laughs> No, anyway, all the pictures that I see with him and Justin Trudeau's wife, I mean, my mom. Yeah. He looks like he's totally chill. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. He just got laid. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. He's like, I rule a country. Iron fist. Right. <laughs> what do I have yeah, to worry so, about? Right. Exactly. exactly. In the, in the future, in the future, there will be a pandemic of ghosts. Doing the first part of knife and a handshake. <laughs> if if time slips are real, because we all because yeah. we all do the first part now, right? And can can you imagine that? And then in the either in the future or in the past, somebody's sitting there, and they're like, all of a sudden they hear dun 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 dun. dun like what the fuck so they just hit on the wall bam bam then then like at our to present time we hear we hear the bang bang on the wall we're like oh see see it's a haunting yeah (laughs) meanwhile at their time they're getting a whole fucking beat dun 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 dun. like how come someone who keeps knocking on the wall dun 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 dun. shut that shit down boom boom right exactly (laughs) yeah and so another thing when uh one way that they tell you to try and get ghosts out of your house if you have an infestation of spirits <laughs> is to tell them that this is your house and they need to get out <laughs> so that's where all these hauntings are where you hear the ghost going get out <laughs> it's really <laughs> it's really us yelling get out at the ghost get out of my house and then it's whatever other time frame it is 
where the other people are in the house. And then it's the echo of us screaming, get out that they're hearing. And they're like, get out. Holy shit. The house is yelling at us to get out. We're having an interdimensional time argument. Get out. No, you get out. Yeah, it's my house. No, it's my house. <laughs> it's my house. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Dude, that very last drink that I had of that bottle, I tasted the berry. Yeah. The very bottom, I got it. So what do you think, Alex? Do you think there's any, uh, any, any, uh, le, le, any, you know what i'm having such a struggle the last couple podcasts with fucking words like i can't i can't i don't know what's wrong with my brain lately did you stop drinking caffeine for a little bit i i have i bet you that's it is that the problem yeah you're not energy you don't got that fuel in your in your uh because i know you had to like stop for a little bit right yeah yeah uh now that'll uh yeah, man, it's stimulant. You don't got that stimulant, stimulating. If you haven't got problems, I feel bad for your son. I got 99 problems and a bitch ain't one. Legitimacy. Do you think there's any legitimacy to this argument of time slips versus ghosts? For sure. Why wouldn't there be? That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, honestly, like, if you believe in ghosts, 
like that it'd be some crazy shit someone like i don't believe in ghosts wait wait or th- them being like i believe in ghosts and you're like no no but it could be time slips go fuck yourself uh <laughs> like <laughs> like come on man uh, like really it's not that far-fetched like you know we under like here's here's the funny thing like we all think we see ghosts <laughs> It's like it's like saying that you believe in the clitoris, but you don't believe in Bigfoot. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it's like it's it's more. Like, I'm just trying to think. Like it's like you you believe in Bigfoot, but you don't believe he could wear shoes. Uh, <laughs> if Shaquille O'Neal can wear shoes, the damn it, that Bigfoot's got shoes on. Yeah. How big do you think Bigfoot's feet are? Dude, they have imprints at, at the it, Bigfoot Have we ever talked about museum? that? Because like, all right, so the guy with the biggest, like he was the tallest man to ever live. The the guy, I think when he was like 18, he was like seven foot something. We've all seen, like if you've ever been to a Ripley's, believe it or not, they got the wax version of him with his big ass feet. Yeah. I think his feet were like 36s. And I'm like, is that what Bigfoot is? Just shorter, but he's like a, you know, like a, how tall is Shaq? Like seven one, like, seven two. Yeah, that's what I was sitting here thinking. I was like, so he, so like the height of Shaq, but like, like you extended his foot out a little bit, right? Uh, <laughs> neither one of those things have to do with ghosts or time slips, no. uh, <laughs> unless Shaquille O'Neal is the one running the time slips, uh, which would make an epic movie. He could co-star The Rock. Or you're listening to uh, Soberless Thoughts because we often say things that aren't related to what we're talking about. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to the podcast, by the way. Here's a weird thing. I don't think people that believe in ghosts have thought of the time slip thing because I'll be honest, like it's one of those things that never really registered my mind till most recently. I'm like, holy crap, that is a an interesting way because this is where I was getting at. Like not everyone believes in ghosts, but everyone believes in time. Well, except for the unemployed. <laughs> yeah. They, they only believe in ghosts, not time. Right. Uh, so it's one of those things that's like, but I feel like I'm go- getting into like, astrophysics kind of crap right here it it just all depends on your definition of time is it linear does it only start and it only ends or is it ongoing at all times now there's one part of it and then like i said earlier like the other part is if let's say it is linear and you can only go forward then if you could actually take that out and do the multiverse because then if all the multiverses are starting and ending in a linear fashion so they, maybe they're the thing that's happening at the same time that we're happening right now. So like there's another world, but they're behind ours, but they occupy the same space as ours. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe they're not as evolved. Maybe they, maybe like when you go to an old abandoned house from the Victorian area or whatever it is, you see a Victorian woman walking by because in that multiverse they haven't progressed as far as we have so they're just in their victorian era and you're like oh there it is like that's not the creepiest thing ever and why are all ghosts in the victorian era like that's what like 
I've always wanted to know if there are caveman ghosts. Oh, Neanderthals. Man. That's got to be. That's got to like, be. Yeah. And those have got to be the scariest ones because they don't, they can't talk. Well, they can, but it depends. But it depends on their, at what point they died and whatever. But like, if they can't, they're just, and that would be scary as shit. And, you know, their hunter instincts kicks in. So maybe that's the ones that like come rushing you. Like you'll be in a haunted house and all of a sudden and they just and they just come at you. And you're really just seeing a Neanderthal thinking he's about to like get his next meal. You know what? You know why? Maybe just maybe I'm just throwing this out. The reason why all the ghosts are from the Victorian era yeah, is because, you know, when the Victorian era was. When the early 1800s, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good tie in. I've got one too. I'm glad. I'm glad. I, yeah, holy crap. Me and you both tied this into some to the serverless thoughts rhetoric. Because uh, <laughs> here's my thing what if Neanderthals, ghosts, slash time slip is what we see in the woods as we think is Bigfoot. He's not actually fucking there. He's a ghost of time echo from a past life or for sure, dude, for sure. That's why, that's why no one can find him. They just see like, Oh, he left an imprint. Well, yeah, because he like he came through the fabric of time and got sucked right back. Yeah. Holy shit. That makes a ton of sense. You can't find their dead bodies because they're all fucking skeletons now. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they're called the Neanderthals. That's <laughs> great. Dude. Yeah. I like it. That's what that's what that <gasps> I was like, holy shit. I just pieced what do you together. Think, what do you think the we need to find a Neanderthal foot bones <laughs> and see what the <laughs> average size grown man Neanderthal foot was if it was larger larger than our human feet yeah we we need to investigate that further. oh for sure so feet <laughs> we got to get on feet so yeah. any, any of you people with foot fetishes ancient foot fetishes send us an email at serverless thoughts at gmail.com uh well i know we've got bigfoot enthusiasts who listen to this podcast oh i know so yeah. if you know if you know that the the average size of a Neanderthal's foot. Uh, go ahead and email us at serverless at gmail.com and let us know. So see see how legitimate this theory is. I so let me back alley you real quick. Uh, God, that sounds terrible. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that could go, go ahead, Alex. A lot please. of different ways depending on who you're talking <laughs> please. to. Please back alley me. Alex. Let me let me back alley you real quick. Dude. Yeah, let me let me give me that back alley. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I'm gonna. I had this thought the other day, and it just I it keeps resonating my head just because we keep talking about this. Uh, weirdly, I, some I guess maybe we need to bring up on another episode, but I don't know why. But uh, I was thinking the other day that giants were, um, the lost civilizations from like, like where we had like a boom and then they all died off. And then yeah. we basically, we went into caves and then shrunk because we didn't have food and resources. And then we came back out anyway. So that's a, a thought for food for thought 
think about it. We might do an episode on it. Revisit Giants. Anyway. I think Giants are like just uh, oopses for when the aliens were mixing their DNA with uh, primates to make humans. Mm. They put too much uh, Formula B, not enough A. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't just didn't get the calculations right. The chemistry wasn't exact. And uh, you know, these things happen. You know, that was that was word for word what he said. These things happen. <laughs> That's what I pictured is it is the alien in like a lab coat and the king's like, What the hell is all this? He goes, Hey man, this isn't exact science here. I'm just right. winging it. Uh you fired the last guy. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> These things happen. Okay. These things he's happen. Gotta, right. You just got to throw them out there and let yeah. them, you know, pick each other off. <laughs> yeah. You left all your good scientists to work on Mars and you got me. Okay. I get it. I'm just an intern. I don't know what I'm doing. I had an associate's degree in English. I don't know what I'm doing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> We're just trying to piece this shit together, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So I've got a couple of examples of time slips versus ghosts that nice. I know about that I've heard on other various podcasts where they talk about this kind of crazy shit, right? Okay. So this one is this kid was, uh, I don't know, he's like maybe five or six years old goes walking into his kitchen and when he goes walking into his kitchen he sees this like teenage kid standing there making a sandwich and he looks at him and he's like what the fuck like he doesn't recognize it. he's the only child he doesn't recognize this older kid making a sandwich in his kitchen so he freaks out and takes off running to his parents house, parents room bedroom and it's like hey like there's somebody in our house and they go running into the kitchen to look and there's nobody there like there was no none of the peanut butter and jelly shit was out nothing you know so then years later this kid's like a 17 year old high school kid he's hungry he wants to start making a sandwich so he pulls out his peanut butter and jelly and starts making a sandwich there at the island in the kitchen and he looks over to like out of the corner of the eye he sees this like five-year-old kid take off running through the kitchen into the hallway and it was him it was him the whole time interesting yeah so the five-year-old him saw the teenage him and then years later the teenage him saw the five-year-old him that is a beautiful paradox that i feel like isn't an actual paradox like it was like meant to be no harm no foul right and and if so if you think about it if time is linear if something like that happened is everything then predestined? I mean, if that happens, hell to the yeah, it does. Uh, right? Right. Because literally any decision that could have been made from 5 to 17 could have changed 
They could have moved to a different house. They could have, I mean, so many things could have happened to yeah. where he wouldn't have seen that. But everything fell in the line to where his five-year-old seen a 17-year-old self and his 17-year-old yeah. seen the five-year-old self at the exact same time, you know, 12 years later. I remember I got into a, an argument one time with a very devout atheist uh, about predestiny and like if things are meant to happen kind of thing, right? And I remember I said something that they were like, that's a very abstract way of saying, like going about it. But at the same time, it kind of makes sense. Or at least it's just like my ideology was they were talking about like, well, what if, you know, what if you do this? I was like, well, that's, you know, that's what's meant to happen then. And they're like, yeah, but what if, what if I change that? Well, then you're probably supposed to change it. And it was like, we kept getting to the spot. And I was like, you got to think of it this way. If everything behind you has been set in stone, one day your future activities will be set in stone and can never be changed. So if you think of it as the past is this way, the future will be that way. Right. You don't know what it is. So whatever decisions you're going to make are inevitably going to happen. Uh, and yeah, if you knew the outcome, you might be able to change it. But because the past is unchangeable, I feel like you could argue the future is as well. Yeah, because it's almost like if you... Like, you know what your future is going to be. You can't change it because you were going to, you were always going to change it in the future. Right. You were going to find out about it. It was inevitable. Yeah. It's such a mind fuck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I got another one just like that. You ready? This lady. <laughs> can't wait. Listen, this, this okay. lady uh, comes home from work and hears somebody in her basement and at first she thinks it's her husband so she yells down she's like hey like down the steps to the basement well then it's silent down there and then she's like well that's weird so she goes and looks in a garage and his car is not in the garage so now she's freaking out because she definitely heard somebody down in the basement so she goes uh running like out out of the house and calls the police and everything and they check the house and everything it's it's empty right so a couple years later <laughs> she's down in the basement like fucking with her washing machine because it stopped working for whatever reason she hears the front door open and shut hears somebody walk across like the living room floor and then opens the garage or opens the door to the basement and yells down, Hey! And she like freaks out because it sounds exactly like her voice. Right. And she goes running up the steps and there's nobody there. The house is completely empty. Yeah. Except for her. Damn, that's another good one. That's another good <laughs> time paradox. Tell like it's up like shit like that makes you go why why right. fuck with yourself <laughs> yeah 
but like they had no idea like they weren't trying to fuck with themselves right yeah it just happened yeah it makes me wonder like every time some crazy shit happens we hear some we hear something fall in the other room and we go running in there and look and you can't figure out what it was that fell or what or what it what the noise even was like was that a time slip from when you like fell over fucking four years ago in that same room (laughs) yeah you're just so emotional that yeah you know how we constantly see so like those instances we're good instances of like you seeing yourself in the future but i was i was wanting to throw out the question why don't we see people in the far future like in spacesuits or like crazy onesies that they wear that's like skin tight and silvery like they all told us it would be in the 90s and uh like like these like some jetsons shit yeah like some jetsons like in the in the far future as ghosts and it made me think of a couple the funny thing is I asked the question to myself and I gave myself a couple answers and I'm, I want to see what you say about it. But one of them was one, we're not around. Maybe we don't see future that far into the future because either some cataclysmic thing happened, wipes off everyone on earth, or we destroy this earth and we all get up and leave. Or I even thought this, maybe the aliens we see or have seen are not actually aliens or t- or dimensional beings. They're essentially just what we evolved to. And they're just driving home after a soccer game in their UFO flying saucer. And we're like, look at that shit. And then they go back like, dude, what the hell? Like, I remember seeing about them and, you know, at the Smithsonian right next to the giants. <laughs> <laughs> so aliens are just time slips too, just like the Bigfoots are. Right, yeah. I'm 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 going all out tonight. <laughs> so so Bigfoots are are distant past time slips, and right. aliens are distant future time slips. Yeah. I fucking like it, dude. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I'm answering the questions of the cosmos this evening. Right. <laughs> and we just go time slip. Yeah. Time slip. <laughs> Yeah, another time slip. Yeah, fuck it, time slip, bro. Yeah, it's because you're right. It's either that, or we simply cease to exist. Yeah. After like we look like we look now, and then we cease to exist. Right. Something happens, and we're gone. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's we, what I think. We either can Wally you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine if you're a Victorian era person? And you see a ghost of like some dude in like oh, FUBU gear. Like sitting out on his couch just eating nachos or something. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they would freak the fuck. They're like, my word. It just, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> the dudes from the What's Up commercials. What's that, dude? I forgot all about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So I think I think we don't see ghosts from the future because uh, there is no future. Yeah. I think we I think we get blown out of existence here pretty soon. Yeah, 
or, you know, I, I like what, you know, the two things, the thing that your example does is it makes a paradox and it fixes it because it's like it happened, but then you're the repercussion of your own actions. Yeah. So like, I don't know. You see a Victorian woman walk across your hallway one day. You never know. Five years later, you, your wife's gone. You see her nighty sitting there. You're like, you know what? I want to feel pretty tonight. You take a couple shots of Jack. You put on her nighty. You walk across the highway. And then all of a sudden you see someone going, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> and it's you standing there. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck. <sighs> I thought I got al- me. I thought I was alone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, got me again. Damn got it. me again. Well, <laughs> You'll learn. <laughs> hey, these things happen. Yeah. Hey, you know, they happen to the best of us. Um, all right. I got a couple other stories, time slip stories like this, but they're not oh. the same person. Okay. Okay. All right. So this one was this lady goes outside to get her garbage cans from the side of the street right after the garbage truck comes and she's standing out on the side of the street and all of a sudden she hears like deafening crowd noise like she's in the center of the stadium and they are just losing their shit right and she's like looking around and she hears like in there clapping and chanting and screaming and everything else like she is literally in the stadium and she's freaking out he goes running back in and this happens like two or three times over a like course of a month and to the point where she's like i gotta figure out what the fuck is going on right so she goes and starts investigating and it turns out that the neighborhood that she lives in is on the exact location of a stadium that was tore down like back in the 50s nice right and then and then they you know cleared it all out and then built up this subdivision or whatever yeah but like from like 1910 or 20 or something to like 1950 something there was this like professional baseball stadium there <laughs> I'll, I'll, <laughs> well, the first thing that came to my mind is how can that shit never happens when you want it to happen? Like, I'm, I'm about to make, uh, <laughs> I, I, I set the mood with the, with my wife and put some candles and all that on, and we're making sweet marital love, and all of a sudden the roar of fifteen thousand people starts. I'm like, you damn right, we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> because that's when you need it you're like fuck yeah cheer me on uh but (laughs) taking out the trash ah. (laughs) um but yeah i that's wild and it you know it also makes me i'm gonna get i feel like i'm about to get kind of like energy hippie on you a little bit like do you think the more people because there's you know how they always say like when a horrific thing happens with a lot of people has residual energy left over. Yeah. Do you think that could be the same? It's always like negative. Like you always see in movies and stories. And Hey, that was, that was it. That was the haunting thing. You don't need to email us now. 
Ghostbusters. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, residual haunting. Oh. Residual haunting. That yes. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, like you know, a residual haunting where it's or like a residual time slip would be yeah. You got 10,000 plus people all with their excitement cheering to an excited excitable level, of course, but maybe overdo it maybe and it causes like the energy causes a time slip much like you know we hear about these horror stories or like i said all that like the negative side of that where it's so horrific it causes time slips to be ghosts but this is the opposite but you need i don't know why but i guess you need more positive than negative uh to bust through the veil uh maybe yeah but it's some wild shit. Maybe. Maybe when people have the hauntings where they go in the kitchen and all the drawers and cabinets are all wide open. Maybe that's, you know, from a residual haunting of when she left his cheating ass and packed up while he was drunk on the couch and <laughs> and just left all the shit open like fuck yeah. you yeah <laughs> i do like the fact i you made me think of when you said that i was sitting there thinking like how fucking pissed would you be if you keep going in the same room like where the fuck are my car keys and the other side of the time slip they go why does my fucking car keys keep showing up on the fucking ottoman? I need to put them over here on the coffee table. And they're like, God damn it on the other side. Like, God damn it. It's on this fucking side table again. What the fuck? Like just, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's either them or maybe like, Hey, maybe they're living in the a house. Their grandparents built. And they're just like, God damn it. Grandpappy always put his keys right here. Why do they keep going there? Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, it's things like that, man. Yeah, this other time slip thing was uh, these kids live in this neighborhood and they go uh, like creaking. You go creaking, right? You're from the country. Yeah, I know what creaking is for sure. All right, <laughs> so they go, so they go creaking, and they get like up to this clearing uh, on uh, like it's like the opposite side of their neighborhood. But it's like this big clearing over there. And they go like walking halfway up out of the creek to look into this clearing. And they see this little boy standing there. And he's got like like period clothing on. And back behind him, they see like this big Victorian era house. Like tall three-story house with like a big balcony on the front of it and stuff. And the kid's mom comes out and yells for him like hey get back here like whatever and they're all like dressed in like that late era stuff right and a kid goes run and they're like looking at they're like from like 10 feet away from this kid before he takes off running and he goes running back up to the house and then the mom like says something to him about like staying away from the woods or whatever and they go into the house and the kids these kids like all look at each other like like what the fuck that's weird like so they go and they leave and but they don't they're kids they don't really think too much about it right so a couple days later they're playing in that creek again 
and they go walking down to where that clearing is and they walk up the side of the creek again to look into that clearing no house there so they're like what the f-? so they start walking like through the clearing in the woods looking around and at the far end of the clearing they see like the remnants of an old fireplace yeah i was gonna say the like chimney an, like an old brick fireplace like the the you know basic minimum remnants of it and that's yeah. it oh that's uh that's great it also makes me question like you know dogs and like children always seem to be the most in tune to ghosts at least in movies and stories and whatnot and it makes me wonder if like maybe it's not ghosts maybe they're in tune to the thinning of fabric for whatever reason and like that little kid was like what's going on or just i don't know just happened to notice or sixth sense or something whenever i check it out but then it's uh, you know on his side of things he could have been like mommy mommy there's people in the woods and then the yeah. mom looks and no one's there like oh he's making up is that your imaginary friends again and then <laughs> it starts making well, can you imagine can you imagine you're from like the 1800s and you're you see three kids from 1994 yeah right dressed in what they're wearing in 1994 yeah and you're like like what is that what does nwa stand for mom uh (laughs) (laughs) i uh napoleon was aware <laughs> yeah, they're French, uh, French immigrants. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what did I don't know why, but you made me go like, what if that's what little kids' imaginary friends are? The ones that like have real imaginary friends. They're like, yeah, I'm yeah. Talk, talk to Rufus. He's in the other room, and they're talking to another kid who also has an imaginary friend from a different time period. Who has an imaginary friend, and from and so that's why the imaginary friends are always so fucking weird because it's yes. like because <laughs> like your kid, you know, his name, you know, like I'm just gonna uh, Tanner or some shit today. So yeah. Tanner is talking to uh, Philip. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, where the fuck did Philip come from? And Philip's over there, like, I got a friend named Tanner. Like, who the fuck is named Tanner? Right. That's such a weird name. We need Robert. Uh, <laughs> that's the shit that's going on in our time period. Yeah. You can't have a George. <laughs> yeah. George, Philip, uh, Bartholomew. Those are fucking names. Who, who right. names your kid Tanner? Yeah. Like, there's the Tanners that tan leather that's not a first name that's not a name that's a surname exactly (laughs) and then today they're like philip what are you talking to your grandfather (laughs) yeah come on everybody named philip's really just goes by phil (laughs) phil Phil. oh (laughs) r.i.p uncle phil (laughs) But yeah, man, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Man, that God, that's great. I love that. I love that idea. Yeah. Imaginary friends. It's just a time slip. Another little kid who also has an imaginary friend from a different time. Yeah. God, and that's great. 
Yeah, because it it makes so much sense why they're so vivid, and when they draw them, you're like, why is he, why is he wearing a, uh, you know, pantaloons? And <laughs> how do you even know what pantaloons are? And you're like, did we watch Game of Thrones in front of him? I don't know. <laughs> why does Tanner have Fubu jeans on? What yeah. does that even mean? My word, Meredith. What does Fubu mean? I don't know. <laughs> For the union, by the union. <laughs> the thinness of the veil, right? Yeah. For toddlers. Yeah. Is like, I think it's a legit thing. I think it's real. Yeah. And I even see that. And you might see that with, I mean, you might see it with your little boy, but I see it with. Uh, he's getting there. He's getting there like right now. But like, I even see it with my daughter. Like, yeah. At, at five months old, she has this look of awareness. Yeah. Right. Like, like if she was only capable of speaking the things she could tell you. Right. <laughs> about, right. About the universe that she knows. Yeah. She just can't <laughs> put it into words. Yeah. And it's like, ah, if I could just like put my hand on your head and just gain your knowledge, little one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they do they have that look that look of like all knowing and then by the time they're actually old enough to speak coherent sentences they forgot it yeah it's it's old news to them yeah or it's just they just don't remember right you know you don't remember anything from when you were one two three years old now i i think the youngest i remember was around well i would have been around three three to four definitely three uh because i had a birthday party in an apartment and that's like the first memories i have <clears throat> and but it's it, they're like they're sparse right um the youngest or the the earliest memory that i have is me crawling on the ground on the carpet and this cat running by and I like reach for the cat and it reaches out and scratches me across the face. Yeah. And I told my mom that, that I have this memory of me crawling on the carpet and trying to grab this cat and it scratched me in my face. And she's like, how do you remember that? You were like, not even able to walk yet at that, when that happened to you. Damn. And like, I was like, I don't know. Like, and she's like, I've never even told you that story. I'm like, because I have that memory. I have a memory of that happening. Yeah. But yeah. And then everything, I think the most recent after that is me and preschool uh, trying to get this. I had a, like a full body uh, outfit where it's like one of those ones where you put on, you put your feet in first and you pull it up and you put your arms in and you zip it up the middle. Yep. And it was like a fireman's outfit, right? <laughs> and I love this thing, but like it was so hard to get off. Well, I had to go to the bathroom. I had to pee and I go running into the bathroom to pee and I couldn't get it off in time. And I had an accident in the front of this thing, right? So then yeah. I, did, I didn't want to go back out, and it was right in the middle. We were playing outside at the time, and I didn't want to go back outside because 
I had an accident, you know, and I was embarrassed. And the preschool teacher saw me and was like, we'll fix this. And like said, oh, and and like sprayed me with the hose and then started spraying other kids. And then so it was like we were all wet and uh, nobody noticed. I feel like I've... I had a similar experience and I feel like we might've talked about this before, but like I, I remember being in elementary school one time where I had an accident and it wasn't, I gotta be honest. I remember to this day, it wasn't an actual accident. It wasn't just like, Oh shit. It was, I had to shit and I was on the playground and I had like clenched, like clenched up to try to like make it to the bathroom. Then I just go in my head for some reason, I'd be like, what if I just, do it here. <laughs> and then I just do it. Yeah. And then it literally like goes out of my little, you know, transformer undies and rolls down my leg and like lands on the ground and the teach and like all the other kids are running back in to go like to nap time or some shit like that. And a teacher comes over and it's like, Oh, then she takes me to like my own specific room where they like give me new clothes and like let me like clean up, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think they call my parents to come get me. Like your kid shit himself. Leave. Because <laughs> I guess they thought I was like sick or something. I don't know. Uh, but I just remember that like having to sit in a room by myself the room of shame. <laughs> Dude, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah. It was at a <laughs> but you have a history of that. I feel like you have a history of that. You're like, uh, why uh, why go to the other room when I could just do it right here? Well, I, I always ran caught. experiments. And then you get go, caught. Your mom well, comes walking in on you and you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was different. Uh <laughs> <laughs> you know that was me going i've never done it here uh I, honestly it is the same thing because i went i've never shit my pants on purpose let's see what happens that's what happens yeah montessori makes you sit in a room by yourself <laughs> <sighs> same consequences <laughs> right yeah no one it, it doesn't change same experiment different uh different ending that's right <laughs> yeah but that uh, I will say that's not my earliest memory though. That's what's funny. Pooping yourself. Yeah, that's definitely I remember being on that playground in preschool. Cause I remember, yeah, the time I crapped myself, the time I found a uh four-leaf clover. And I swear there was a patch of them. No one <laughs> believed me. And like literally by this basketball court, this little there was like a patch of four-leaf clover. So that's all they were. Oh wow. It was the craziest shit I ever seen. Um, you should have dug it up. Probably. Could have been, could have been buried treasure under there. Yeah, <laughs> leprechauns. I don't know. <laughs> so, what do you think? Legitimate, legitimate time slips. I think everything's time slips now. <laughs> I do too. I'm right there with you. Like I have tied everything we have talked about in this podcast to time slips um <laughs> like this has been an epic episode i gotta say i've, I've very much enjoyed this one uh 
<laughs> I'm probably going to think about it when I go to sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alex, thank you again for uh, being the light to my darkness. I thought you were going to say it was like, why? Because, uh, uh, because you peed yourself and I took a shit on myself. Is that the light to darkness? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> as kids, <laughs> uh, you shit on yourself as a kid. What do you want from me? That's right. right. Uh, yes. <laughs> but if you want to tell us about how you shit on yourself, <laughs> you need to contact us at soberless thoughts at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget, too, if you got any more time slips or any more variations of what we've talked about tonight about time slips or any other topics, or hell, if you got any more topics you want to talk about, also send it to us at serverlessthoughts at gmail.com. Now, more importantly, and not more importantly, but it's important as well, we are on all social medias, meaning we're on Facebook, Serverless Thoughts, at Instagram, Serverless Thoughts. Don't forget, we're also on Twitter, at Think Serverless. Uh, like, share, and comment on all things Serverless Thoughts. Now, we definitely do everything word to mouth as we talked about earlier, all the people in Zimbabwe, it's been tuning in. We've definitely appreciated the love, but keep it going over there uh, by going to your local podcatcher, uh, iTunes, Google play, Spotify, any of those other ones. Also like share and comment on all things, serverless thoughts and uh, leave us a review and hopefully a however many stars that are the best. <laughs> And spread and spread the word 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 of mouth, word of mouth. Right. Just tell tell people, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, yeah. tell your tell your uh, tell your worst enemies. Right. Tell the time slip. Tell <laughs> the time slip. Yeah. Morse coded on the wall. Right. Uh, tell your imaginary friend. Yeah. If you're throwing a party, just throw us on in the background and just uh, drink over top of it. We don't give a shit. It's fine. Yeah. Especially if it's like a little kid's fifth birthday party. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Yeah. We, I, think, be I think we had almost no cussing in this whole episode. Yeah, definitely. So that's not. Uh, so that's, that's, that's amazing. So this is right. This is almost almost going to be marked as a non-explicit no this definitely uh that yeah that was my fault i uh i was feeling good uh (laughs) (laughs) so uh next time you find yourself in the skillet of time you need to remember to stay cheesy keep it greasy and flip on out Something smooth, something dangerous, something wicked, like the dead.